Today's episode is a tribute to my beautiful, vibrant, courageous friend, Laura Beiser. Laura was taken from this earth way too soon. We recorded this episode back in early 2020 on how you can find friends and become part of a community at the gym. Just as I was about to release the episode, COVID hit and going to the gym was not being encouraged. So I decided to hold off on releasing the episode. In the summer of 2021, I was going to reach out to Laura to see if she thought it would be a good time to share the episode. Before I got the chance to ask, Laura shared the devastating news. She had been diagnosed with a rare type of leukemia. The podcast episode no longer seemed important as Laura was in for the fight for her life. She was so brave, and her family and Jim family were there for her. I wish there was more I could have done for her, and I think I'm still in shock that she is no longer here with us. I listened to this episode to remember Laura and the vibrant energy she brought to this world. When I listen to her words and stories, it makes me want to live life like Laura did. And today, I want you to meet her. I believe you will learn so much from Laura, and she will continue to live on through the people she has impacted along her journey of life. So what if you're single? You're never alone in the single soul circle. Join us as we hear from singles who will inspire you and help you face the unique challenges and opportunities of the single life. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. I'm excited to have my friend Laura Beiser join me in the single soul circle. I had the chance to meet Laura through a group fitness class at Mountainside Fitness, and it's been fun really getting to know her at the classes and now going to her class that she teaches as well. And she's a very positive person, and I just really wanted to share her with all of you. Laura will share more about how group fitness will build your community. When you come to high fitness, there's other people next to you. We're all smiling. We're all dancing. We're all laughing. And it just really makes you not feel alone. And I guess being single, the one thing that I look for on a daily basis is those moments in time where I don't feel alone. We'll talk about the benefits of being single. It, it really is the freedom of being able to say yes to a lot of things and the freedom to say no. And she'll share her thoughts on finding a partner. Like I make sure my life is the full cake, frosting, all that good stuff. And when he comes along, he's going to be like that extra, like, oh my God, I got sprinkles now. Thank you, Laura, for joining us in the circle today. Thanks, Heidi, for having me. I'm excited to be here. And if we could start out with you talking a little bit more about your background, about your single life and kind of why you like being single. I like being single because it gives me an opportunity to potentially meet new people every day. And it really allows me time to focus on myself and the activities that I like to do without ever feeling I'm compromising someone else's time. So when I choose to do something, it's because I want to do it and I want to be there and participate. And it's just been fun being able to do that. 
And when you're single, I think it's really important to build a community. And what are some ways that you've been brave enough to talk with people and really build your community? Building community is important because it's going to reinforce wanting to come back and do that activity, whether it be the gym or another type of hobby. It matters because when you feel welcome yourself and you make other people feel welcome, Mm-hmm. then you're more apt to continue to do it. And I find happiness is in activities that aren't just our work or right. aren't just family things. It's making ourselves more susceptible to new experiences and people. And when you have a community feeling about it, then you have a higher chance of wanting to participate and really show who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. I would say one of the things that really gets me to go to the gym when I'm having one of those days of, you know, I don't feel like going or it's been a long day. I'm like, oh, well, but Laura's going to be there. And, you know, <laughs> it gets me to, to go to the gym because of that community aspect, I think. So I think that's a great point. Well, thank you. Yeah. And the same here. Before I was teaching and I was just participating, mm-hmm. I would see the same people you included as well um, as other uh, people in the class. and. I knew that they were there to, to be there for themselves, but also to support me. That's why I love group fitness so much mm-hmm. is because there is that accountability. I really give people credit um, who come in and just do their own weights and treadmill and are in their own little bubble because that's got to be really tough. Mm-hmm. I know Monday through Friday, there's a group class that is going to be for an hour. And I see a lot of the same people. And after a couple of months of seeing the same people, I wanted to smile and I wanted to say, hi, I'm Laura. And they were like, hi, just like I met you, Heidi. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we became friends. And then it was an accountability that isn't really stated, but at the same time it's there. And that kind of helps on days when you want to just go home and sit on the couch or not do anything and be alone. You're thinking, well, you know, Laura's going to be there. And I think, well, Heidi's going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) So I better go. Yeah. And I think with single people, sometimes it can be a lonely experience. Um, You know, you come home from work, there's no one there, you know, so how do you see the gym as being that place to kind of help with that loneliness? I love the gym because it's something that is positive for myself. Unlike maybe going to a bar and drinking, I go to the gym because it's improving my health and also my social well-being and seeing other people, not necessarily having full-on conversations, Mm -hmm. but seeing them smiling, learning new activities through group fitness or through a exercise machine I've never tried. Plus, it also usually takes about an hour or two hours out of my night. So when I get home at five o'clock from work, rather than just coming home, sitting by myself on the couch or doing my laundry or doing all the things that single people do, I'm now spending an additional hour, two hours out socially being around other human beings. And I thrive on that energy and that community because they're making that same choice, whether they're married or single like myself and like you and the listeners, they're making that um, choice that evening to go spend an hour or two hours of their life with other people and improving themselves. So to me, it's a really positive thing. And I think that the mindset, once you change from the fact of I have to go to the gym, because 
I'm heavy or because I don't have muscle or I have to do this. I think once the mindset changes to where I'm looking forward to the gym because that is my hobby, that is my activity. And so that also then lends itself well into a positive attitude heading into the gym. And for me, I really didn't realize how it could be scary. Cause like I said, I'm a very outgoing person. It takes a lot to embarrass me. <laughs> it takes <laughs> a lot to make me feel nervous. Right. But um, after going to the gym constantly, I last summer had hernia surgery and I had to not go to the gym for two months. Mm. And I will never forget. And here I am. Uh, I had created this community and everything, but I'd been gone for two months. I'll never forget sitting in the parking lot that first day back, super nervous. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, Laura, you've gone into this gym days, months, years, and you've never even questioned. You get out of your car, you walk straight to the front door, you're excited to see everybody. Why are you feeling this way? And it really made me realize that it's, it can be scary and it shouldn't have to be. And of course, once I got through the door and I kind of saw some familiar faces and um, people that are a little bit more outgoing like myself came up and were mm-hmm. like, where have you been? Yeah. And, uh, um, and then other people, you know, smiled just like they'd smiled to me two months previously. And I felt comfortable once again. So it kind of is one of those things where I can truly appreciate how people can feel that the gym is overwhelming, but I have to realize that everybody feels that way too. Mm -hmm. And um, if you just can go there and make that decision for yourself and make it a fun experience, Mm -hmm. that's the key. And once again, not to (laughs) harp on it, but I love group classes. I really do. I think it's a great thing, especially for someone who may have more anxiety about the gym because there is that really good community vibe of people who are choosing to take that hour class and be there. On a, on a consistent schedule. That's the yeah. other thing. There's no question like Monday night, there's a muscle class. So that's part of my thing. So it's almost like having a personal trainer there for you because you know what your classes are on a daily, weekly basis. Right. I remember when you were gone, it was like her spot, it's empty. Where is she? You know, because everybody kind of has like their little spot in the gym. They do. Every week I'm like, where is she? Where is she? Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And I love your points about group fitness and kind of the attitude that you take when thinking about the gym instead of the, I have to do this, like turning it into fun and maybe thinking, you know, to childhood or things like that. When we used to, you know, we used to work out, we just didn't call it that, you know, it was, <laughs> <it> was playtime, right? <laughs> playtime. I would say if you want to share a little bit more about your high fitness class, because to me, that's one where I don't, I know I'm working out hard, but I don't feel like I am because there's that fun element to it that makes me think about play as a child. So, Oh, I would totally love to. Yeah. High fitness is such a fun format. It's aerobics, but it's modernized. So there's burpees and there's tuck jumps and that might sound overwhelming to begin with, but there's always modifications. I mean, I have women in my class and men that are 75 years old. And then I also have 20 year olds. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing about high fitness is it's all set to the dance music and hip hop and you're pretty much dancing, but not like Zumba dancing. It's more of just kind of jumping jacks and having fun. And 
like you said, Heidi, it's like you're back being a kid just in the backyard or in the playground, Mm -hmm. just kind of goofing around because we're all there. We're all awkward. Uh, Even people who have dance backgrounds are just, you know, we laugh at ourselves. And the thing is, is within an hour, you've burned 500 calories and you don't even realize it because it's fun. Mm -hmm. And unlike spending an hour on the treadmill or the elliptical or the Stairmaster where you're in your own isolated bubble, now granted, Nowadays, we have our phones that you can watch Netflix and your shows. So, you know, you can do that. But when you come to high fitness, there's other people next to you. We're all smiling. We're all dancing. We're all laughing. And it just really makes you not feel alone. And I guess being single, the one thing that I look for on a daily basis is those moments in time where I don't feel alone. And not because I'm scared to be alone. I I'm, I embrace being alone and I enjoy my alone time a lot. Right. But it's those times throughout the day that I can really feel connected to other human beings by enjoying an experience and a moment together, like high fitness um, for me. And that's why I became an instructor because as a student, I absolutely loved it. And I have a background teaching golf. So for me to be up there telling people what to do yeah. <laughs> became really easy. So um, yeah, and that's why I leave the gym on Wednesday nights when after I teach my class and I have such a high from the um, endorphins you get from exercise, but mostly because it was so much fun with 25 people dancing around for an hour. And I look over at you in class and you're smiling, having a great time. <laughs> and you go, kind of give me a look every once in a while, like, am I doing it right? And I'm like, doing great. But then the funny part is I look back and everyone else is giving me that look too. And I smile at everybody. So yeah, it's really a fun, fun thing. And I take my friends classes that teach different formats. And so do you, that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it might not be a high cardio thing, like my class high fitness, but more of a muscle class, but yet we're still having fun and community because I'll turn around after a hard set of let's say arms and I'll look at you and I'll be like, Oh my God, we made it. And, and I'll do that. And that's kind of how I incorporate myself into making other people feel comfortable because I want to feel comfortable because I know I'm not the only one who struggled through that. Right. And things. So that's how I kind of um, approach my life. And just um, anytime at the gym or any sort of hobby, I just, I like that human interaction, no matter what level it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know when I thought about going to your class and, you know, you told me a little bit more about it, I was a little bit afraid, like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm that person that might be on the left foot when I'm supposed to be on the right foot or whatever. But the, just the way that you, I think, welcome everybody and like, take everybody at where they are and what speed they're at, whatever it's like. And like you said, there's all the range of ages, there's men, there's women, there's your brother, there's your mom, you (laughs) know, (laughs) it's, it's just so neat. And to really see like how it's grown from that first class and that you've built that community. Um, Cause I think people feel very comfortable and that you, you just have that way of, of helping everybody feel comfortable and, building this community where everybody feels really safe. So I don't know if you have any um, tips or techniques that you've used or it's just kind of natural or if anything you want to share about that. 
Well, I think, um, well, first of all, thank you for that compliment. I really appreciate it. And I think it also says a lot about you for the fact of maybe not feeling comfortable coming to my class, but still doing it anyway. And um, I appreciate that I was the catalyst for that. I think the key that I've always, and it's going to be simple and cliche, but I smile. I think that's the thing is um, I smile at women. I smile at men. And one out of every 50 will probably think I'm a lunatic. Like, what's that girl smiling at? Like, but for the most part, I think everyone is so afraid to smile because they think it's going to be an open invitation. I think a lot of times women, when they smile at men, think the man is automatically going to think, oh my God, she's hitting on me. Or, <laughs> oh my God, yeah, like she's in No, I'm just smiling, you know? And then you'll get the guy who will smile back nicely or you'll get the person who walks by. And so I think that then translates into how trying to build the community of my class. And I've worked hard on it um, because actually I've had a lot of my people in the class that come now, I met in the women's bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) We're, We're washing our hands and I'll look over and I'll say, what are you doing at the gym tonight? And you know, if they have a plan, they've got a plan and they're probably not going to come. But most of the time, a lot of the women are like, or in the locker room, they'll say, well, I don't know. I think we'll do some cardio. And, I, and I'll go, well, you should try my class. And they're like, oh, what is that? And then I'll say in 10 minutes, it's modernized aerobics. Give it one song. Try one song. Try two songs. I'm like, if you walk out, just smile at me so I know you're not mad and <laughs> I won't take it personally. And that's kind of how, and the same thing with when um, I introduce uh, myself to like guys or at the gym, I'll see a guy on the treadmill. Obviously he wants to do cardio. So I'll go up and I'm like, hi, I'm Laura. I teach a class on Wednesday nights. You should come and try. Now, granted, besides my brother and uh, maybe two other guys, I really haven't had much success on getting the men to do the aerobics. (laughs) But at the same time, the next day when they see me and I smile, they smile back because they know, oh, there's Laura, she teaches aerobics. And I think as um, participants, it's kind of an easy thing too. So Heidi, you could be like, there could be a guy on the treadmill next to you, for example. The way I would do it is I'd just tap him on the shoulder and I'd say, hey, I don't know what you're doing Wednesday, but my friend teaches a class Wednesday night and it's called high fitness. So just kind of things like that is how I do it. And the other kind of one I love to do, (laughs) which (laughs) just to feel community and just to break it up is I'll be on a treadmill. And if there's someone next to me, we're kind of going at the same pace. I'll just kind of wave to get their attention. And um, they'll take out their earbud because everyone has their earbud. Um, I don't ever wear earbuds (laughs) because I want to be fully aware of my environment. But uh, and I'll say, "Um, are we there yet? (laughs) And they'll be like, what? And it's kind of just an icebreaker. And then they'll get it. Like we're walking together. Or I'll say, I hope it's not closed when we get there. (laughs) And, you know, and they're like, okay. So, you know, like I said, and Mm -hmm. there's going to be people people that think, okay, crazy lady, leave me alone, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But I have enough of the time where people are like, oh, that one's funny. I'm Mm going to use that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm Laura. Nice to see you. I see you here five days out of the week. I just wanted to say hi. And so that's kind of how it kind of cultivates. And since the gym is full of people in various situations, you know, you have people who are married, you have men, women, and can you talk more about how, how you can build different friendships with different types of people at the gym rather than just the same type of person that you normally would outside of the gym, maybe? Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, the gym is 
cornucopia of different personalities and lifestyle choices and just everything in general. So the fact that we're all there at a certain time, whether it be if they're morning group, the afternoon crew or the evening crew, I'm a part of the evening group. I like to work out at night and I like it because I can have a quick conversation with somebody who, you know, you might be married, you might not be, um, with women that I might not normally talk to, whether just because of our lives, not being able work-wise. So I think that the, the gym allows everybody to kind of, once again, if they take out the earbuds for a second and make eye contact, and it's not like I'm having full-on conversations with everybody because I never want to be that person who is messing up your workout routine. Because I know there's a lot of people who want to come in get it over with and go home. But at the same time, it really is nice where I can just smile and someone once again smiles back or a little head nod like, hey, I acknowledge you, you acknowledge me, we're here again doing this day three of day five of our of the plan. And, and then it's really interesting too, because the other thing that I do is I try to learn from these people because I'll see an exercise that I've never seen before. And so I'll just briefly go up and say, hey, you know, how, how did you learn how to do that? Can you show me technique? So there are so many opportunities to actually interact with people. Now I'm not going and trying to, you know, date this guy or, you know, I'm not trying to interrogate anybody. And so I think that's why um, I can feel comfortable talking to married men and having, I guess, a quote unquote friendship with them because it's, it reminds me of Tyler Durden in fight club. You ever see that movie? Mm Mm-hmm where it's like single serving friends. So I know when I go to the gym on Monday, Wednesday, Friday night, I'm going to see John or Dan or whomever. And that will be the nice wave, the smile. How's your week? How's your wife? Does your wife want to come to my class? And then that's it. You know, it's in, but it's just a nice enough interaction throughout the day. And then of course, fingers crossed, I'll meet the single guy. That'd be great. You know, (laughs) I mean, but um, so it's just, once again, I think the key for me and the way that I live my life is just always being open to somebody approaching me or having someone approach them, things like that. Yeah. And there's this one couple, I always just call it kind of my relationship goal because they'll, you know, sometimes I take classes together and then sometimes I'll take their separate thing and kind of meet up after. And I'm like, that's so cool because they have, you know, there are fun things they can do together, but then also the independence to be like, okay, this is what I want to do tonight and this is what you want to do. So I think that's kind of fun too, to just see some positive role models in that aspect too. Oh, 100%. I mean, a couple that can come to the gym and, you know, work out separately, but then also, like you said, meet back up. It's great. I think I know who you're talking about. They're awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I always see them too. Awesome. And then kind of um, jumping back to relationships with men, because we see them in the gym and that. um, I know we were having a conversation one day about the value of complimenting men. Could you talk a little bit more about that? I like to compliment people. If I see something I like, whether it be a man or a woman, I think women are afraid to compliment men because they're afraid that he's going to take it as an advance mm-hmm. or something more than just a compliment. So um, I always kind of say to the guy, um, I'll say, you know, I know men don't usually get compliments, but I really have to tell you, I like your haircut or nice tie or man, that shirt looks great on you. I think a lot of it 
if you're not trying to hit on the guy. Now, mm-hmm. if you're trying to pick up the guy, you're like, hey, I think you look good. Kind of but if it's literally just to maybe brighten their day, because um, if we think about it, you know, men, they're boys and then they grow up and they're having their jobs and, you know, having a lot of responsibility, just like women. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times women, we have our girlfriends who are like, oh my God, your hair looks great. Or, oh my gosh, what a great outfit. You know, men don't really do that with each other. So, you know, picture yourself as a single guy and he just got a haircut. He's feeling great. He's not going to be like, hey guys, look at my haircut, you know? (laughs) know? So he's going to just go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And then that's when maybe I'm there and Mm -hmm. I say, oh my gosh, I love your haircut. And it could maybe make his day. Like, and it doesn't have to be because I was trying to hit on him. Same thing with the married guy. I mean, usually he'll have the the positivity from his wife, Mm -hmm. but it's still nice every once in a while. Or if you see somebody with a nice shirt, I think a lot of it is the tone Mm -hmm. um, and just making it more of a friendly gesture. Also, you'd be surprised. A lot of women are really shocked when a random woman like myself goes up and says, oh my God, I love your hair. Because I think that women, sometimes we think we always have to compete. Right. And there's no competition, like in the regard of, unless you want to make it a competition. So if I see someone that has a woman who has beautiful hair, I want her to know. And so um, that's kind of where I go and how I approach things. But with men, and I have a lot of guy friends, and the fact that a random woman would come up and compliment them really makes their day. And of course, you know, you might run into like the weirdo who's going to take it too much and be like, oh, really? But for the (laughs) most part, they're just going to be thrilled that someone noticed something about them and it makes them feel good. And it makes me feel good because I'm not lying. I noticed that shirt and I wanted to let him know that, hey, he's got a nice shirt on. And, you know, my favorite is when I say, gosh, I really like that shirt. And they say, oh, well, my wife picked it out. And then I say, well, she's got great taste. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be about a compliment isn't about trying to pick someone up, at least in my opinion. It's it's about just acknowledging other humans in this space that we have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Looking over your life, what are some things you were able to do because of the freedom of the single life? Well, um, being single, I've been able to go and travel. I've been able to say yes to a lot of things that um, as long as they're safe, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know if my safety is always my number one priority, but besides that, I mean, I've been invited to go to the NBA all-star game, wow. um, in Houston years ago and, um, yeah, and got to experience a whole different variety of, you know, parties and events that, you know, if I was married or dating someone seriously, I wouldn't have necessarily gotten to go, not, mm-hmm. It's just because of being single allowed me the opportunity to go on a date or go with a group of people that were all single themselves, things like that, where I'm not having to check in with someone and make sure that I'm not hurting their feelings or I'm not abusing their love or attention because I'm doing something else with it. So it, it really is the freedom of being able to say yes to a lot of things and the freedom to say no. Right. Mm -hmm. And how do you stay positive about dating? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that one's a good one. (laughs) Um, Well, once again, it's the idea that every day is an opportunity to meet someone new, to connect with another person 
and see what the potential is out there. I mean, I'm not just saying at the gym, like when I go to the gas station or the grocery store, all the cliches that you can think of, I'm fully aware of my surroundings because, hey, maybe my future boyfriend is getting gas at the same time I am, Right. you know? And mm-hmm. so I might say hi or smile or um, at least give more of a welcoming uh, posture to myself so that a guy, I, maybe I don't have to be the one who comes up and says, oh, I like your dress, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, he can say it to me or whatever, but I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't give up on myself. I look at it that way. The reason why I can say positive is as long as I continue to do the things that I enjoy, the job I have, the friends I have, the community, the gym, things like that. When someone comes into my life, it's going to make it even better because to me, it's like the sprinkles on the cake. Like I make sure my life is the full cake, frosting, all that good stuff. And when he comes along, he's going to be like that extra, like, oh my God, I got sprinkles now. (laughs) Where I think that it would be depressing if I thought my life was incomplete without him. And so that's the thing. And I, and I never want to be so self-sufficient where I don't want a boyfriend. (laughs) I'd love to have a boyfriend, but at the same time, I'm not going to compromise the things that make me happy uh, alone just to be with someone else. And I think that's, that's the key, at least for me. That's awesome. I I love how you described that with the cake and the sprinkles. (laughs) It's awesome. I'm hungry. Now I was going to say, like, now I might want some cake. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Good thing we work out. Okay. With sprinkles. <laughs> and before we sign off today, I wanted to see if you could share with our listeners who are in the Phoenix area, how they can check out your high fitness class. So uh, you can go on the Mountainside Fitness app and uh, the class is called High Fitness and it's Laura Bicer or Laura B. I teach... Indian Bend location on Wednesday nights at 6.30. And then I teach Thursday nights at the Desert Ridge location, 6.45 p.m. So they're evening classes. And uh, I would love to have everybody and anybody try it. Like I said, as long as you can come for two songs. And if you don't like it, just kind of smile and give me a little wave as you walk out the door. And I'll know that you at least tried it. And it wasn't for you. But uh, you might find yourself going through the whole class and being like, Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) You will have fun. Even if you're on the wrong foot, like me, exactly. you're you're still having fun and being silly. So yep, that's the key being fun and being silly. I think, I guess if anyone thinks anything about Laura Bicer, I want them to think fun, (laughs) silly, and open to just enjoying the moments that we have, no matter what it, what it is. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us in the circle today. I really appreciate it. Oh, well, thanks, Heidi, so much. This has been really fun. Thank you. I hope Laura's words have inspired you like they've inspired me. Get out there and build your community. Help someone feel welcome. Smile and give them compliments. And live life like Laura did. Thank you for listening to the Single Soul Circle podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for a guest, email me at singlesoulcircle at gmail.com and be sure to check out our blog at singlesoulcircle.com.